What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Thanks for Your Concern. You're here with Berenice. And I'm Ella. <laughs> Another week. I'm so tired this week. Uh, incredibly tired. Yeah, you've been busy. I running around New York. <laughs> no, literally, somebody look. Your weekend looked fun. Me looking back at my weekend, like, what was my weekend? I was supposed to. I thought I was gonna have a low key chill weekend. Uh, that did not occur. But you know what? It it was really fun. Obviously, like Pride was a really cool thing to see in such like a large scale as like New York and like mm-hmm. um even with like everything going on in the world, it's like good to know like I don't know like so many people have put like effort in and like literally their lives into like creating change and allowing people to like be themselves, love whoever they want to love. Um, so it was like really cool to just I guess like celebrate with everybody else and you know have have a good old-fashioned uh celebration for it and that was really good but yeah no uh, a lot of things back to back mixed with like just like the emotional toll sometimes like this country really like takes on people it's a lot and sometimes like I feel like that makes me even more exhausted than like running around physically it just makes me like yeah emotionally just very like I don't know how to feel (laughs) it's like a mist of like angry it's not like it's not shocking because like nothing shocks me about like what the government decides to do in this country like you know and obviously like yes people are upset for me I'm drained I'm I don't know whether a lot going on in my personal life is a blessing right now or a curse because I just feel like I don't have the capacity right now to like feel everything that I do feel because I'm just dealing with family stuff right yeah let's see what do I do to make myself feel better I bought myself a stand-up paddleboard, okay? <laughs> Retail therapy. <laughs> well, <Cha-ching! laughs> no, I literally went to the lake, okay? Went to the lake. Okay. There was a little bit of sunshine, and I was like, I need vitamin D, okay? And mm-hmm. so I went to the lake with just a floaty, a $4 floaty from Target, and I was like, very jealous of these people with stand-up paddle boards. And I've been wanting a stand-up paddle board for a while. And now I'm financially in the place where a big purchase doesn't wreck my month. Yeah. So, babes, went and bought a stand-up paddle board. It's not here yet, but it's like my birthday present to me. Now, yes. yeah, and we're trying new things. I'm going to be paddle boarding like every day. I'm going to like, ha- I'm going to do yoga on the paddle board. I'm going to read on the paddle board. I'm going to take the dog out on the paddle board. I'm so excited. Okay. <laughs> Okay. If I stop thinking about the paddleboard for a fucking second, I start kind of losing it. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. I bought a last minute ticket to San Francisco for this weekend. Oh, fun. Jo- my job told me I didn't have to be there. I said, okay, I need, I need to get out of New York. I- not that I feel like I need to escape where I am. Like, I'm very happy here, but like, my immediate life, I guess, felt all of a sudden really like suffocating for some mm-hmm. reason. And I was like, ah, I need change. <laughs> I love that. I, I think back to the Roe v. Wade thing. Honestly, I think another reason why I'm feeling a little bit different than some people 
is I mourned this situation and dealt with this situation in 2016, okay? And I've been having, I think the part that's so crazy about this right now is in 2016, I was taking an American Indian sovereignty and federal law class. And the, I could sum up that class in how the Supreme Court fucked over Native Americans could probably could sum up most of what I learned. So at the time, I was like, damn, the Supreme Court can just like fucking make decisions and fuck a hell of people over. It's just what they want to do. And then Trump got elected. And I was like, oh, my God, he's going to have to he's going to elect one to three. And then we're going to have a conservative in 2016. And I literally remember people kind of gaslighting me about it about when trump got elected like oh it's not going to be that bad oh (laughs) (laughs) oh like you're making too big of a deal after this oh we could still be sisters even though i voted for trump no that was the attitude (laughs) and so like now we're in 2022 and i was like hope you don't get pregnant and want an abortion bitch because cause and effect consequences of your actions Sucks to suck. I mean, I don't know. And so I've just like mourned this thing since 2016 when I hit rock bottom, had to go to therapy, dark, dark, dark times. So now in 2022, I just don't want to go there again. Yeah. Because me going in. Feeling a little hopeless. Yeah. Like, what? I'm going to go fucking a deep, dark spiral and watch Grey's Anatomy in the dark again. Like, it's not happening. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I, I feel yeah on that one. Um, yeah, it's starting to feel a lot like that. And just mixed with like same seas. I don't know. I, I'm also about to like start my period, so I'm extra feeling my feelings this week. Mm-hmm. So I think everything coming together, it's a, a much needed break. So everybody like take care of yourselves, like obviously give yourselves like some time for yourselves, do some self-care, go out in the elements, unplug from the internet, yeah. connect with people that are love and care about you and care about your rights, IRL. I always like to remind people this, like not everybody is an organizer. Not everybody mm-hmm. likes to protest. Like there's, I would say specifically like I have felt like I have not a lot of control in like any of the situations that happen around me regarding America. I've never been able to vote here. Like, you know, um, even with like going to protests and stuff, like I would get so because I grew up undocumented, I knew like the uh, like getting arrested and all of that stuff like really scared me and caused a lot mm-hmm. of anxiety. You know, something's happened where I like experience police brutality and being around cops really freaks me out. So me at a protest is not like something like I'm gonna go do, but I'm still finding ways that you can get involved. Obviously, like through education, it's like really, really important finding out how America works and who has political power and kind of like waking up and encouraging the people who do have a say to to use their voice and to use their resources in order to create a better world for all of us yeah yeah i really love that message i like ditto to everything you said and i also want to say like you know with the age of the internet sometimes like engaging with people from the other side is so draining i guess you just don't have to engage with toxic people in real life or online like it's not required for good activism like obviously like we can always try to educate people but you can only educate people who are willing to listen so if people are unwilling to listen don't waste your yeah protect your energy energy. yeah yeah pick your battles um yeah so just a little, a little, like uh, our little PSA for today. But uh, I mean, good things have been going on too, you know? I went to uh, yet another EDM show. Mm-hmm. 
that was fun. That was like a good old time. So my grandma's 100 years old, right? And we were hanging out yesterday and she was like, do you ever think that a school shooter's parents was li- are like, ugh, I wish I would have aborted them. And I was like, <laughs> grandma. I was like, probably though, like, honestly, it's like one of those things. People are so fucking stupid. Dark. I'm like, I dark. mean, she went full sense to the dark side. Dude. You guys, I do so many jokes about abortion because I think it's fucking... But I wrote these jokes when it was funny. And now I feel like I can't do them because it's not as funny anymore. It's a sore spot. We're pledging fuck short king summer. It's girls only summer. Uh, I guess no unprotected sex summer. That's for damn sure. Fuck. Fuck! You guys, I don't know. It's so weird having a podcast because, like, what do you say? What don't you say? You know, my real th- thoughts and feelings, I don't really know. Like, I I'm, I think I'm angry at people. I'm really angry. Yeah. yeah. And I'm trying not to be because, you know, like some Yoda shit, like anger turns to suffering for myself. I think he said that in more words than that. Yeah. There were more. <laughs> there was more there. But anyways, this is going to be... <laughs> I'm not a Star Wars buff, okay? Like, I just, you know, he said something of that. Sure. If you you know the the real quote, let us know. We're not going to look it up. But anyways, (laughs) Roe versus Wade is not the topic of today. Today we are actually, the topic of today is death to the chill girl. (laughs) Death to all of them. (laughs) Um, Should we start? Should we start start the show? Let's start the show. So uh, it's come to my attention that I am, in fact, not a chill girl, and I don't really want to be. What is a chill girl, you may be asking? Ella, what's chill girl? You know, a chill girl is just like you're like, you put on a front that, oh, it's okay, everything's cool, I don't care, I'm chill, it doesn't matter, no problem. Oh, no, it's totally fine. Yeah, I can hang. I wouldn't say passive aggressive. I wouldn't say passive. I would just say maybe like a little bit of people pleasing mixed with putting somebody else's like happiness before yours slash not wanting to seem high maintenance because we are different than other girls. Yeah, no, I'm not her. I think I tried to be. I think I tried to be the chill girl because it seemed easier sometimes. Yeah. And now I just, I can't relate. I think that I'm, I would say like I am like a pretty laid back chill person. But the thing that I do is I revert into this chill girl thing when I don't need to be like, hey, like, you know, this dude stepped over your boundary or this dude fucked you over. Like, you don't need to be chill with him and chill with him. You know, there's certain situations where it's like, no, you don't need to be chill about this. So I think I sometimes combat myself because I am I try not to let things affect me. I try to like just like roll with the punches. But sometimes you can you can tell people you're upset. You don't have to be like, oh, no, I'm chill. I'm cool. I'm cool. No one hurt my feelings. Exactly. And I think this comes in a lot of different situations, right? Like you could be chill in and not not at the time realize because sometimes things happen and you're like oh no yeah that's it's that, like that's fine but then you start thinking about it and you're like wait actually that isn't fine I would say like 
for example, like getting groped, right? I think like sometimes growing up, I felt like getting my ass touched at a club was just something that happened because I was at a club or I was at a music festival. And, you know, you have a lot of people around Mm. you, so you might be touched. However, as I got older, I realized I do not want people in my fucking space. Yeah. (laughs) You know, or like, no, you don't get a hug just because you're in my space. No, you don't like get to to touch me. You don't get to talk to me. Like it is very much my, my choice to do that or also when people walk around and they expect you to be nice because or sit get to sit at your table just because they can like no I'm not a chill girl first of all I'm with my friends get the fuck out of my face yeah you know what I mean like that's that's funny I had like a flashback to like in high school and guys were like what I don't get a hug it's like no no you I don't, don't like get a you <laughs> and and I mean maybe at the time I did say yeah because I didn't want to seem like not I would at this point I would say I don't want to seem mean. I don't want to seem like like I, I guess yeah. you know I wanted to seem like cool and nice. Yeah. But no, no. I I no. Don't be scared to not be the chill girl. Don't be scared to be a bitch. You know where being a chill girl really hurts you at work. If you're like the chill girl that will always do anything for everyone. They will use and abuse that privilege, you know, because like I feel like I used to be like a yes person, but like now it's like instead of saying like, oh, yeah, I can do that. No problem. I'll be like, yeah, I can take that on with my other responsibilities, but I might have to report prioritize this or, hey, I can totally do that for you, but that's going to take me like six, six hours. So these are the other things I need to do, like just being the chill person it doesn't always behoove you. And then I think people value you value your time less because if you're like, oh yeah, I can do that. No big deal. When actually it is a big deal. That's going to take you all day. Then they're like, oh, okay, this takes them 60 seconds. Like I can just throw this at this task at them at any time versus, hey, that takes me all day. Just to let you know. Yeah, I think a good tool for this is to wait a second and ask a following question, right? So your immediate answer shouldn't be yes. It should be, when do you need this by? Or... (laughs) You know, um, asking that buffer question so your immediate thing isn't just yes, because if your immediate thing is yes right away, then maybe you haven't taken the time to actually figure out how this thing is going to affect the rest of your day. And you're automatically a nice human being and want to be able to do something for somebody else. And that's cool. But if it's going to make your whole day fucking worse and it's not like something urgent or something that's necessarily required of you, I would say, yeah, ask a follow up question. If it turns out they say, oh, I need this done in 20 minutes. And you know that in your next 20 minutes, you already got your next 20 minutes planned. Say, I don't have the bandwidth or mm-hmm. I can get this done by the end of the day, not in the next 20 minutes. If it's going to disrupt the flow of whatever you are doing and then it's going to take you 10 more minutes to go back and look at, oh my God, well, I was doing this and I yeah. need this and I need, yeah, no bullshit. They can probably hand it off to somebody else. Thing is, the chill girl, you have like pretty good intentions, but it only ends up hurting like you. Yes, I very much agree with that. I think that I, in relationships specifically in being the chill girl or not even in like romantic relationships but also in friendships right when like something used to like go down and I'm like oh no yeah it's cool like with friends when they did something that like made me feel kind of icky Mm -hmm. and I'm like well I don't want to make a big deal out of it so like it's fine like yeah it's not and then the thing is I don't know what I would pretend because I'm really an anxious little shit and like literally like my brain just starts like making assumptions and starts like overanalyzing and thinking and thinking and thinking so I don't know why I would pretend to be the chill girl I have very much changed my mentality to be the from 
I used to have like with conf- with conflict, you know, there's different responses to mm-hmm. conflict. Mine was like avoidant and then confrontational. And I've been really trying to switch that to confrontational <laughs> right away because sometimes when you are like the quote unquote chill girl and you actually aren't, those feelings start to fester. <laughs> And you carry those on. And when the confrontation does happen, sometimes it's bigger than what it needed to be. If you would have just gotten like clarification and set boundaries right from the beginning, right? From when something hurt your feelings or when the boundary was originally crossed. So I've been changing it from like something occurs. I give myself about like two, three minutes to really think about it, to see how did that did that go down in my head the same way that it went down on their head, mm-hmm. but not overthinking it too much. And then saying like, hey, Really quickly, what you said, I didn't fuck with. This is how it came off to me. I'm sure your intentions weren't to hurt me. Yeah. But like, I'm putting it out that that this just caused this reaction in me and I want to get clarification on it so it doesn't become a bigger thing. We can apologize and then we can be done with it. Yeah, I think with the not festering in relationships, like in retrospect, you know, with maturity, I've realized like, oh, okay. So like the reason why this guy thought I was crazy was because I was pretending to be a chill girl for a really long time. (laughs) And so like to him, we didn't have any issues. And then I blew up at them for one thing, but it was like, no, 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 you've hurt my feelings and you've crossed my boundaries like eight times. times. And now you just like, it was the straw that broke the camel's back. And And to them, it looks like I just flipped a switch and I flipped out. But for me- I've been fucking having beef with you for fucking weeks. This is this is something I'm working on. That's why I was like, death to the chill girl, because sometimes I still to this day do this. And it's like, honestly, you just have to work on communication. Yeah, communication. obviously, like, this is just something that happened, was happening a lot to me in situationships where it's just like, I was pretending like, oh, okay, no, like, it's cool that you're talking to another girl. Like, yeah, we're not exclusive. Like, oh, yeah, no, it's cool if you go on a date with another girl because I guess we're you know I was like okay no that's chill that's cool like no I don't care I don't mind or even like I had a guy just basically like not really friend zone me because he like left the door open to like hook up but we had previously gone on dates and I was like oh okay that's cool and then I realized no it's fucking not you can't have like you can't what no you can't switch we're not switching to this like hookup situation like what and I pretended like I was cool with that for a little bit and then I just realized like wait this is just hurting me because like he's like not interested in having a real relationship and I'm hoping that I'm gonna like turn it around by being chill and cool with what I can get yeah I think we all fall into this pattern mostly because I personally also like lie to myself where I'm like oh, no, it's totally fine. Like, it's really not that serious. No, bitch, your feelings got hurt. So it's probably serious, <laughs> serious, you know, like, <laughs> take your time. It doesn't, I guess the end will be always like, it doesn't have to be cool. Like, it doesn't yeah. have to not have something like affect you. And sometimes I feel like you don't want something to affect you. You don't want to be like this ugly medium, like, yeah. nasty man hurt my feelings and I feel like maybe that's a little bit of like a pride thing where I like refuse to believe that they have like hurt me and oh, caused yeah. me maybe some trauma and I'm like no 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 like it's fine like I'm not even faced I'm not even faced like <laughs> I can be their friend <laughs> right I, I I think a lot of times I played myself in college where I was like oh no he broke up with me today but like I can go hang out with his friends at his frat and watch him flirt with another girl and I'm gonna be 
totally fine with it because I don't even care. I'm chill. Like, I'm the cool girl. Like, that's why they had me around in the first place. It's because I'm cool and chill. And then you get a little too much uh, bush light in you. And then you start. And then you're not cool and yeah, chill you're no not more. Ch- <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, you go full fucking send it to a spiral. And I think that is the, the consequence of being a chill girl is knowing that one at one point you're gonna spiral and it's not gonna be cute yeah like if you're like naturally are a chill person and this this isn't resonating with you i'm not coming for you but i'm talking about the people who are faking it who are faking it to themselves (laughs) because i have done it dude (laughs) yeah and i also sometimes i i have to rationalize whether it's me not wanting wanting to be a cool girl or it's my issues that i need to work on but i also need to communicate that i have issues that i'm working on so they know that i'm not coming out of left field you know, because sometimes obviously like I have had things in my life that have led me to have like anxious attachment style. Oh, yeah. So th- but those are my issues. You know, there's inherently nothing somebody else is doing. That's just me, my brain starting to make assumptions and based out of fear on trauma. But I feel like sometimes that has led me to either want to come up with problems that aren't there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? like to what I don't exactly know what the rationality behind that I would have to speak to a therapist about it but um to communicate that hey I am feeling this way it's nothing that you did this is my own stuff but for them at least to know yeah I mean uh, yeah yeah there's like two differences like when yeah like when they're doing something that's wrong versus like when you just have to like figure out stuff that is wrong with you in your head. Yeah, no, or just, yeah. you know, you're just misinterpreting yeah, yeah. stuff. Yeah, exactly. I, because at the end of the day, I am not a chill girl. So I'm going to overthink it regardless. I think another reason why I've like taken on like a chill girl persona is that I'm trying to like offset negative stereotypes that like men had around women, which are like, girls are clingy they're emotional they're needy and like by showing them like hey like i'm not like other girls i'm super chill that they would be more interested in me just because i mean because you know guys will always it's really funny i'll go to the fucking gym and they'll be like a group of 18 year old high schoolers talking about girls and it's fucking like hilarious because it's like oh my god she's so fucking obsessed with me bro like i like literally I literally had this group of boys talking about their penises and it was like making me uncomfortable. And I was just like, sir, I'm telling you that girl's not obsessed with your dick. I know that's what you're telling all your friends, but I'm telling you she's not. It's just not a thing. You need to stop this narrative. It's the last thought in her mind. You know, (laughs) and like guys, it's like, you know, guys are like, like girls that are like hard to like. I don't know, like they like the chase or whatever. That, and so I've been like, I'm going to be the chill girl who doesn't look like I want you, you know, be elusive. Ugh, I can't. I hate being that girl because then it's like you don't know. It's like the first stages of a fucking relationship is like the fucking worst because like you have to infer. You have to like not speak on how you feel ill for a while. Oh, yeah. I don't do that anymore. But that's just I think that's one of the reasons is that I was trying to like combat what I thought was like. What I would say is, like, what I thought were negatives when are really, like, just men being pieces of shit. Because, like, when a guy says, like, a girl's clingy (laughs) 
And then, you know, a guy in college will be like, that girl's clinging all over me. And I'm like, you invited her here and she knows no one here. And she's and she's shy. <laughs> what did you expect? Like, literally, yeah. like, you you invited a shy girl amongst a group of strangers. What, you just want her to fucking make new friends here? Like, are you fucking stupid? You know, like, no, she's not clinging on to you. She doesn't know anyone here and this is uncomfortable. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I can resonate. I think maybe that's how I became super social because I'd be in those experiences so many times that I'd be like, sink or swim, sink or swim. I, I mean, I had a guy at a goddamn festival, like a dude at a festival, be like, this girl's clinging all over me. I was like, you brought her into the middle of nowhere and she doesn't know anyone and she's never been to a rave. Are you fucking stupid? <laughs> like, I wish she'd leave me alone. Then why did you bring Literally, her? it's like you guys are sharing a tent. Like... <laughs> What was your plan here, dude? Why would you bring her here and share a tent with her if you didn't want to hang out with her the whole time? This is on you. Okay, to kind of add a little bit in this one because of, like, the fighting of the stereotype, I think this also, at least with me, it's, like, there's, like, stereotypes with, like, how Latina women and how, like, brown women act. And what was interesting about this is like I was in a in a meeting and I noticed that one of my coworkers was like pretty upset and she was really trying to not have an attitude. And when we kind of left, we were kind of like joking around and and discussing it. And she was just like, you know, as like a black woman, I have to be like really careful not to like in a professional setting to like, you know, come off with a stereotype of like having an attitude. Yeah. And being aggressive and stuff. Yeah. And I hated that because it's like, I'm sorry, but like I work with a lot of white people at work and you can tell when these bitches got attitude. Okay. I'm sorry, but you can't like, and the way that they talk, it's very aggressive. And I think that hearing her say that just like made me sad because I was just like, like, it sucks that you feel like you can't express like frustration because that's what it is. It's not, she doesn't have an attitude. She's frustrated with the situation that she's been giving. And she doesn't feel like she has room to really be able to express that because she has to not fit the stereotype of how the world sees like black women yeah and I think like yeah growing up I I never wanted to be like like Latinas have a rep for being (laughs) for yelling at their boyfriends but now I see why I'm no I'm But yeah, Yeah. being like like uh, angry or Mm -hmm. passionate—I don't know—call it what you call it. I'm fully sending it into the stereotype. I did decide. I don't care. (laughs) Well, I mean, I think it is. Well, it's kind of ironic because it's like, oh, we're trying not to fit a stereotype that is like outspoken. Yeah, that you know what I mean. Like that, like isn't applicable. Like, oh, we're trying not to seem aggressive or loud to people who are aggressive and loud like it doesn't make a lot of sense it's just like because women are supposed to be submissive and what like quiet quiet quiet. yeah i mean those i think dudes will sometimes tell on themselves you know and they'll tell on themselves like oh no like yeah i like her she's so quiet like you know or like i like that she you know she's just really chill like she just kind of does whatever i say like you know there's like stupid people that out themselves like that and so it is a desire for some people but if you're not like that you're never gonna fit that so it really is kind of foolish to be chill like if I would say I am crazy so I might as well act crazy because at least I don't have to like pretend I'm living an authentic life 
word. <laughs> and <laughs> no, somebody recently told me like, you know, you never seem like phased by anything. Like you always kind of seem like okay. And I was like, uh, am I being a like a chill girl, or have I just been better at communicating this time around? And I I want to give myself some grace. I want to say I've been better at communicating, and I haven't been that much of a chill girl. Because if you drive me up a fucking wall, you <laughs> will know I am not that cool, calm, and collected. Yeah, I'm in my uh, saying whatever I want era that I think yeah. comes with age. And also, I have no one to impress. I don't give a fuck. I really don't care. I think that's also the thing about chill girls that like I wanted people to think like, oh, she's cool, right? Because I was very uncool growing up. Like, I was not like, <laughs> I was never the popular kid. I was never cool. And so as okay, an but, like, cool to who standards because now I look back and I'm like, we did musicals and we ran around like wearing, yeah, but may not have seemed quote unquote the normal. But like, I had so much fun. And now I look back and I'm like, oh, Ella was so cool. Like she was in musicals and she was like dancing when she was little. Like, that's cool. I mean, at the time, I, I'm just saying like in, it, yeah. that's where my mind was when I was trying so hard to be cool it was because I wanted other people to perceive me as a chill person because that's like what I idolize and what I wanted to be like you know you see Disney movies and it's like you have the high maintenance it was it's usually like the high maintenance mean girl versus like the chill Oh yeah, cool we got girl. we got Sharpay versus Vanessa Hudgens. Yeah, and you know, I wanted to be a Vanessa, but now I think I would like I, to be a Sharpay. I would like to be a Sharpay. Yeah. <laughs> I was obsessed with Zac Efron, so I wanted to be Vanessa Ann Hudgens. And they made her quiet, yeah. shy, elusive, whiny bitch. Disney, you owe us money. <laughs> Yo, yeah, we're gonna sue. I'm literally I'm gonna sue! I should never pretend to be cool. Also, like mean <laughs> girls, you know, like did you I was like, I wanted to be a caddy, not a whoever Rachel McAdams plays in that movie. Oh, a Regina. Regina. I wanted to be a caddy, I mean, I, not a Regina. I wanted to be the chill girl. Even with when you're not the chill girl, I think there's a difference between like being outspoken, even like a bitch, but not being mean. I think oh, like there's sure. still a difference in that. Cause like, yeah, I was in a situation where like Somebody came and approached us, but not in an invasive way. Just kind of like asked a question, trying obviously to like in a flirty situation. And somebody I was with was like, okay, bye. And I was like, you didn't have to be mean. Like, you know what I mean? Like you could have just like, ah, like, thanks. Bye. If you didn't want to engage, but like I was engaging and you didn't have to just like straight up turn around and say, bye. I was like, shit. Okay. (laughs) I literally, I asked her, I was like, why were you just like kind of mean? And she's like, I don't know. That's what I'm used to. shit (laughs) I mean whatever some people (laughs) so death to the chill girl death to the chill girl it's 2022 they're trying to take away our rights oh yeah be a menace to society trying to be their worst be their worst fucking nightmare (laughs) babes they're not trying to they did let's be real clear they took away our rights, and now well, I we guess are gaslighting. I don't. <laughs> I'm trying to hold on to my Michelle Obama, but I'm not feeling so hot about it. You know, I'm feeling like no. I want to go low, real low. And honestly, this like this whole situation has really helped me give the bigger ick to icks I already had. You know what I mean? Like. Before, I had some sense of, like, leniency, tolerance. Maybe I was gaining some. No, we're back at zero. 
you're either with it or you're not, okay? Oh, for sure. I saw this TikTok of this woman and she was like, maybe we need to stop dating Republicans. I was like, bitch, I have not ever dated a Republican. Are you fucking kidding me? I dated a libertarian once and decided I that that was worse, okay? Not worse, but not as good. As <laughs> yeah. bad too, okay? I'm all about anarchy, so we- communism, socialism. <laughs> you know sometimes i think it's so funny that they come for aoc for being a bartender it's like i it's like oh man they're coming at her for being a bartender i cannot run for office like this podcast my jokes my whatever snapchat has of me well it's there's actually a video when back when i was teaching privilege in universities which was a whole fucking trip there was a video we showed that actually it was like a test and being a bartender like a server and i think the other one might have been like working in retail in larger numbers people of color are those roles so i don't know what you're coming at her for because of racism like yeah, she had to be a bartender. How else was she going to pay for things? Her parents didn't have money, too. How else was she going to get herself through school? What's your point? Yeah. Yeah, that's what people of color got to do. And also, that's what, yeah. She was a bartender. Have you, do you patron a bar? Have you never been to a bar? Like, what? what's your beef with bars? Do you not drink alcohol? Yeah. Like, the math's not mathin'. This is the whole, the all their math's not mathin'. They haven't put a math <laughs> equation that makes sense to me. If you were in your fucking little pandemic bullshit and you didn't get fucking vaccinated because it was your body, your choice, I'm gonna need you to stand up and make some fucking noise because uh, it's still my body, my choice now, right? Right? Like, I'm so confused. And that's why, like, I've been, like, kind of avoiding thinking about it because if you think about it for too long, you'll just, like... Spiral. Spiral. Anyway, so join us as we spiral. That's so funny how we started with that that we weren't gonna talk about (laughs) it. Then we just came back to it because it's hard to avoid. It, It really fucking is. Okay, well, anyways, don't be a chill girl. Be a menace to society. Speak up. Be loud. Be raunchy. Be the villain. Be whoever the fuck you want to be. Shake your ass. Show a thigh. Show a titty. But use a condom. Or stop fucking men. (laughs) Short King Summer. They got a bad summer. None of us are trying to have sex. Short, Or, you know what? It can still be Short King Summer. Get a vasectomy. Show your yeah, because they're all, you can't get abortions, but you can get vasectomies. Okay, get a vasectomy. Yeah, love Come that. On. Vasectomy summer. Vasectomy summer. <laughs> oh my god, I think we might get canceled for that. <laughs> Just joking. Why? I don't know. You might. All right. Um. <laughs> okay, so my plug of the week. I'm going to be at Club Comedy from July 7th through the 9th. There's five shows. Um, If you just go on to Club Comedy Seattle, you can purchase tickets. I'm going to be hosting and doing comedy, so that'll be really cool. And then in other news, there is a brand called Coffee Black, and the coffee has an X in the black. And basically, uh, it's a they have a TikTok account with education about how coffee originated in Africa and kind of like wanting to, but now it's predominantly run by whites. And so they want to make coffee black again. So go check them out. So my plug of the week goes to The End Lingerie. And you can go to theendlingerie.com to find 
uh, her work. So it's woman owned and it's really cool. Honestly, it's got a lot, a lot of like metalware. And I would say you could honestly rock these pieces like on top of jeans and stuff and add them as like accessories. But overall as lingerie also like super hot. Her stuff is incredible. Um, so check her out. The end lingerie. All right. Those are the plugs of the week. It's been fun. Take care of yourselves. Drink some water. As always. Until next time. time, But as always, please uh, rate and review the podcast. It really helps us out a lot. Um, And, you know, interact with our social media. That also helps. So, you know, spam like our stuff. And you can find our stuff on TikTok and Instagram at thanks number four, your concern. And I'm at LL Tutor. And I'm at Bernice Diaz M. Toodles. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.